The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna. I do believe I'm of this earth, but lately I just don't know that. Um, (laughs) Actually, today, today I thought was supposed to be a real special day because I was having Jason Ellis on, who is a serious XM radio host. I had the pleasure of being on his show uh, last year when I was out in L.A., But it's my bad. He's not able to make it until next week. So all of you who have gathered here today listening to my show, hoping to hear the incredible Jason Ellis, you have got to wait just one more week. He is able to make it next week, not this week. Well, this is a busy gentleman that we're talking about. I'm telling you, you got to come back next week because this is going to be such an incredible show. This guy is unbelievable. Um, not only um, is he from Australia, so he is a satellite radio host, as I said, on Sirius XM, the Jason Ellis Show, which is on weekdays uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Right on channel 103. He was a professional skateboarder here in the U.S. That's what made him really famous when he was younger. He also did mixed martial arts as a fighter professionally, a professional truck racer, a professional boxer, a rock singer that formed a band, um, uh, an actor, and an author. And I'm going to save the name of his books that he wrote for next week when you join me. So please... Come back next week so that you can hear the story of Jason and the trials and the tribulations he went through. Um, He's uh, unbelievable. One of the things that I enjoy doing on the Unity Radio Show, um, the most important thing for me is to inspire and to inspire you, the listeners. I mean, isn't that what this is all about? Isn't that the reason why you come to Unity Radio or go to a Unity Spiritual Center or Science of Mind Spiritual Center? so that you can become inspired. Um, And so big deal. What's the whole purpose of being inspired? So you get to feel good for a little bit, and then you go off to your job or you go back to your tasks for the day, right? So what's the big deal of inspiration? Well, if you had seen my Facebook Live event last night, you would have found out that inspiration helps to raise your vibrational living. Yeah, it, it gives you... This sense of purpose, it gives you an understanding that you're more than, you're more than just a physical being. I mean, I really, really feel bad for the the skeptics and the cynists out there who believe that there is nothing more to life than this physical existence and that's all you have. And, and when your number's up, it's up and there's nothing left. I really feel bad for them because even though they can still convince themselves that 
Um, they can create a fabulous life or enjoy visiting and traveling all over the place. If you don't have purpose and meaning, if you don't realize that you're more than this physical being, you are missing out on the majority of who we are. Okay, so if you think about that for a moment, this physical world is only a small portion of who we are. There is such an extensive life here as a spiritual being and then beyond here. So let's just take here then, okay? Because that's why we're here. We're not supposed to be looking towards a better life or a bigger life in the afterlife, as as so many religions teach, right? It's that uh, the kingdom of heaven is within us, as Jesus said. It's not it's not a place. It's not a better place. So, so what difference does it make if you believe that we're more than then here in this physical world? Well, you get to then tap in to the power of life and inspiration and motivation and all of those good feelings inside help you to do that. Right. The higher your vibrational level, the higher your vibration of life that you are living. And I'm talking about all the good aspects. If you are a compassionate person, if you're a caring person, a loving person, a joyful person, a positive person, all of those great, wonderful, positive adjectives and words that we have out there to describe the goodness of who we are. Right. The more you live in that direction and the higher the vibration that you wind up living, the more you get to tap into the goodies of life, manifesting abundance. Oh, those are the most incredible, joyful things uh, that exist for us. Life is a candy store. I continuously say that to people. Life is a candy store. It really is. And if just like when you go into the mall and you walk into one of those candy stores and you see, oh, they always amaze me. And I'm so sad that they created those candy stores like that um, now that I'm 64 years old and they didn't create them when I was a kid and didn't have to worry about my weight. Uh, We had small little candy stores, but little shops, you know, nothing like going into a mall and having wall to wall or even a separate store altogether. We've got a candy store over here, Rocket something or another. I don't remember its full name in Raleigh, North Carolina. And they have every candy ever made. So I go in there and I find candy from when I was a little kid that I absolutely love, Turkish taffy. It was incredible. You smack it down and it breaks into pieces or you pull it and make it soft. And it's this wonderful taffy, strawberry, chocolate, or vanilla, right? Things like that. Well, life is that type of a candy store, right? And you're allowed in it. That's why we're here. And you can have any and all of the candy you want without putting on one ounce of weight and without having any guilt whatsoever. And so what do we do? So many of us come in into the store. As long as we're here, we're in the store. Some people are just looking around at the candy and don't even take a taste of anything because they're afraid to. They don't know that they can or they don't know that they're deserving of it um, and that they're entitled to all of that candy, right? And so some people just stare at everybody else having a good time going after all the candy. 
Then you've got others who go into the store and think, oh my gosh, they're going to run out of candy, so I better scoop up as much as I can. And they're going all over the place, pushing everybody out of the way and grabbing the Zagnut bar and the Dove bars and the big giant candy bars and the um, the M&Ms with nuts and without nuts, just in case they, they don't like one or the other. And they're just packing it away as much as possible. And, and everybody is watching that and going, oh my gosh, what the heck is wrong with these people? Then there is the majority of people. Majority of people see the jelly bean jars, you know, and they go, wow, there are a lot of jelly beans in those jars. You know, let me go over there and and see how they are. And they start tasting them and they're sweet and they're all different flavors. And so they like it. Okay, this is good. This is good. And they're watching everybody else go after the big giant candy bars and all the other things and looking like they're really enjoying them and having a good time. But they don't want to move from the jelly bean jar. Yeah. You know, just in case I leave here and I can't make it over to one of those big candy bars. And what happens if I lose my place at the jelly bean jar here? Let me just stay here. And they're eating one jelly bean at a time. They don't want to get full. They don't want to lose their place. It doesn't seem like the jelly beans will run out because there's so many of them. But, well, maybe this is all that I meant to have are the jelly beans. And so you've got those people. And then you've got the other people who tap into understanding who they really are. And they may start out with the jelly beans and they enjoy the jelly beans, but then they know they can go to the smaller candy bars and they go to the chocolate bars and they go to all the different flavors. And then they go up and they see that there's the bigger bars, the bigger chocolate bar section over here. And they even go after that and see that they can get those too. And they sometimes even come back to the jelly beans again to take a break. But they know they're entitled to all the candy there is. And the funny thing is they don't need to step all over everybody. They don't need to shove as much candy in them as possible because they think that they'll lose their place or run out. They just know that that candy is going to be there and it's going to be there for a long time. And as long as the store is open and they're in there, they know they're entitled to it all. And so they take their time and sometimes, sometimes, and a lot of times this happens, they even help other people get some candy. You know, they convince the ones that are just staring at it all that they deserve some candy too. I like to see myself as that. I like to see all the hosts here at Unity Radio doing that. They're trying to help the other people go after the candy that they deserve and to be able to inspire them into believing in something more than they already do. And, and that's what I enjoy about doing this show. And that's what I enjoy about inspiration. Um, you are entitled to some candy. Yeah, yeah, we may be making a mess out of this candy store. And and quite honestly, I'm a psychic and a medium, and I'm supposed to get some answers about the future and things like that. And I don't have definite answers of the future like that as far as the world itself. Um, personally, yes, you come to me, I can help you 
and give you a reading on what your energy is saying right now. But as of this earth and what we're doing, I don't know how much longer this candy store is going to be here. I don't know if it's going to shut down for renovations <laughs> or for new ownership. You know what I mean? Um, that could very well be. Um, but here's the point. Even if that is possible, let's respect the candy store and let's take care of it and enjoy the candy while we're in it and the store is open and help others enjoy it too. You know, there's nothing greater than helping somebody else enjoy their lives. That is the most rewarding and fulfilling thing that I can do. As a matter of fact, it is so rewarding to me that it has been trickling down to my own children and grandchildren. Um, I have a 12-year-old grandson who is so incredibly proud of the work I do. Uh, and and I, I didn't understand that until I hear him talking about me. Um, and at 12 years old, I didn't even realize that he could appreciate anything that I'm doing. But when this boy goes around his school, and usually the first couple of days of classes of his new year, he shares what his family does, and he shares what, what I do. You know, and it's so funny. He says, hey, Poppy, he says, I told the kids at school today that you were in the movie Greece. We were talking about the country Greece. And right in the middle of class, I told my teacher, oh, my Poppy was in the movie Greece. And the teacher was like, you're kidding. No, he wasn't. And we had a whole discussion on how you were in the movie Grease and the scenes you were in and everything. And he finally believed me. And um, and then, you know, and then I asked, well, what else does your poppy do? And I told him, you're a psychic medium. And I told the kids, you're a psychic medium. And, uh, you know, my my response is, oh, my gosh, you know, Noah, what what do the kids say when you tell them I'm a psychic medium? Well, they turn around and they say, what the heck is that? <laughs> and, and I started laughing just, just at the idea of that. And I could tell you it, it wasn't heck that he used. It was H-E, uh, um, uh, you know, double hockey stick, right? Hell. Um, so I can just imagine all these 12 years. You're all just going to little Noah. This is like, what the hell is that? What's a psychic medium? And I explain it. And um, I say, oh, my gosh, who else do you tell? And he says, I told the teachers, too, that you're a psychic medium. I said, oh, goodness, what do they say? Oh, they all go, ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> so the adults apparently appreciate it. But he just tells everybody that I do incredibly loving work. And this is coming from a 12-year-old. You know, that gives me such joy that I must be doing something right. And you know what? It's not just about me. The only reason why I'm sharing this story is we started talking about inspiration and how um, all the Unity Radio shows are inspiring and the, and the hosts are inspiring and their guests are inspiring is because everyone can have that experience, not just me. You know, when you walk a path of light, you know, the, the reward you get, you don't get pats on the back from God or Jesus or, or the guides or angels or deceased loved ones. Uh, you're not even expecting to get a pat on the back from the people here because that's what we're supposed to be doing is walking the light. What you get from it 
is the effect it has walking in the path of goodness and light, a spiritual path. What am I talking about? You can't curse? No, that's not the point. I'm going to have a guest on next week who all we did is talk street talk um, on his show, and yet he's one of the most inspiring, sweetest people that I know. Um, It's not always in the language, it's in the subtext that you have to pay attention to. It's the words between the lines you have to pay attention to. So people make mistakes. They're not always in their best behavior. That's not what walking the light is. But do you care? Do you give? Do you love more than expect? Do you help? Do you enjoy helping? Do you... Talk positively, not just about others, but about yourself. Do you think positively? Do you have anger in your heart? Do you have frustration? Or are you gentle and caring? Do you stand for what is righteous? Blessed are the righteous for righteousness sake. Or do you fight against what is unjust? So there are definite definite paths and definite choices to make to be able to live an inspiring light of um, life of love and light. And there is a purpose and a reason to all of it because you will receive the greatest rewards all around you. People, um, interestingly, through most of my youth, I was completely tormented as a kid until I was 17 years old, beaten up. You've heard my story, you know, head shoved in toilets, um, uh, chased every day. And then when I got home, abused and beaten by my parents, sexually molested by my babysitter all the time um, and by the parish priest, of course. So I went through all of that. And um, I know what it is to, to have anger in your heart and to be frustrated and hurt and feel like, you're worthless. Um, But then one day I made a choice. And when this happened to me, first I made a choice to want to help a brother, a a friend of mine um, who was in such dire straits and his life was in such a critical shape and falling apart uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, And and, an act of selflessness, asking for a gift to be able to help him and others like him, and this is how this all happened to me, and then a download came to me, and an awakening occurred, and um, and I developed all of these unbelievable skills and gifts uh, uh, with the insight that I have. My intuition um, doesn't serve me just as a psychic and a medium. It brings all knowledge of life to me. I can only speak what I speak because of what is opened up through me at that event. And uh, the more that I've worked on it and the more that I've cleared the channels, the more this information comes to me. I know, K-N-O-W, all capitalized. I know how to live. I know the purpose of life. I know who we are. And because of that knowing, My life has changed and my ability to help others has changed as well. And everyone can know. Like I said before, I'm not special. There's nothing special about me. I'm I'm a brother and sister of all of you out there. And um, inspiration 
is the way God speaks to us. God lets us know who we are, uh, your higher self, your oversoul, whatever you want to call it. In the metaphysical world and the new thought, new age movements, we have all different understandings now and philosophies of these ancient this ancient wisdom and knowledge that I speak of, and we, we attach all these different words to it. Don't pay attention to the words as much as you pay attention to the meaning of the words. So an inspirational life, that's what you want to live. Um, a life filled with going after dreams and, and uh, fleeting moments of, of um, inspiration uh, be it fleeting, be it be it definite, be it strong. I have a friend right now that um, I used to work with back in New Jersey. I'm I'm so thrilled that we reconnected again. This is was such a great guy, um, and and he's going through something very positive right now. And he chose to call me for guidance. It just out of the clear blue. He just wanted guidance. He said, "You said something to me one day the last time we spoke, and you're not going to believe that this is all happening." And 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 so the connection there is just unbelievable. And you see, I see something waking up inside of him, which is so great. It was there working all the time, but he didn't necessarily know it. Now he's knowing it. And I've been able to turn him on to some books and, and this radio show and other things. And um, he's been opening up unbelievable doors and opportunities for himself. And he's at the point of a great opportunity and a great transformation. Um, the next step in his and his wife's life. And uh, it's going to be magnificent because he's opening the doors and making higher choices. And, and not that he made lower choices before he's always made some great choices, but now he's making even higher choices. And I'm thrilled to watch that. And I'm thrilled that I might've even had a small part in that. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. You want to know each person has their own journey, but the reason why we're journeying together is to be able to affect each other together, to understand unity and the joy of reaching the goals and the dreams together together. So it's okay to claim some, some ownership and reward to having affected another person's life. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going on talking a lot today uh, because I have been so inspired just recently by some incredible people and talking about inspiration, talking about inspiration. When you can get two bodies of thought, two like-minded bodies of thought and philosophies of thought and put them together, okay? Um, Swami Satchidananda, who was the yogi um, who was at uh, Woodstock, when you see a picture of Woodstock, the original Woodstock with all the artists that were there and the bands, and you'll see a... Um, a Swami who was sitting up there, that was Swami Sachidananda. He came to America and developed a built an ashram um, in Virginia called Yogaville. A very cool place if you ever get a chance to go. He also built the Lotus Temple, uh, which is a very famous temple. His philosophy and belief was that if you pull all religions together, you'll get the total answer. But individually, they miss something. Well, we here's an opportunity, an incredible opportunity. When you take the new thought movements and philosophies, and that's unity as well as science of mind, and you put them together, which is the way it should be, because we are of one thought, 
one mind, one creator, right? So one philosophy, and you put them together, you get power beyond belief. Now, what better way to share that power and your journey across the sea of life than actually taking a cruise with science of mind and unity members and spiritual leaders across the ocean to the Caribbean. That will be the most powerful cruise you have ever taken. And it is occurring the first week of January in 2020. I have been so blessed and and invited uh, by Reverend Temple Hayes of First Unity Campus of St. Petersburg um, uh, <clears throat> who together with a partner, a friend, Ari, who developed these spiritual cruises, has put together a science of mind and unity cruise that will be cruising um, January 5th to the 13th, I believe, of 2020. Um, certainly, if you go on my website at vincentjenna.com, You will find out information. Look at my events on there. Um, Cruise with Spirit. And you are going to have incredible spiritual leaders there. We're going to be doing talks and we will be offering some workshops. I will be offering workshops and readings. But you get to spend a week with us in joy, in fun, excitement. There is nothing better than a cruise. If you have never been on one, you pack your bag one time, you unpack it on the cruise ship, and that is it. An entire week you spend there. And we're going to be visiting four different major beautiful ports in the Caribbean, starting out of um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So you just check out that opportunity because this is where you can get some incredible inspiration. This is where you get to taste some of the big chocolate bars in, in the uh, literally, I'm talking literally, there will be chocolate on the, the ship, incredible, with other incredible food. Um, but you get a taste of that and the candy store of life. Um, so on the other side of the hour, we're going to talk a little bit more about what the heck do the stories of the Bible mean? Um, I'm, I've been asked a million and one times to go there. So we have a commercial coming up. Join me back here on the other side of the commercial. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and we'll see you soon. listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate Today.
Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Eric Butterworth. How much time is enough time? You ever thought about that? How much time is enough time? Time is not a quantity. It cannot really be measured. Oh, you say, but it can. I have a watch, but the watch is synthetic. There's no way to really measure time because time is a depth. It's an allness. You may say, but I only have an hour. I only have a day. And so all you do is admit to yourself and to others that you've encased yourself in a shell. And this time frame will always frustrate your creative flow. And time for you will be a matter of the clock ticking on, but it's only where you are in consciousness. So it's time to slow down, to look up, to get a sense of the eternal. And this basically is the purpose of prayer. To hear more talks from Eric Butterworth, visit truthunity.net. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear their beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. Call today, 816-969-2000. Discover Unity Village, and you'll find a peaceful oasis just 15 miles from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. If you're doing business in the area or looking for the perfect place for your retreat or conference, check out all that Unity Village has to offer. With 1,200 wooded acres, a beautiful nature trail, award-winning rose garden, golf course, and newly redesigned hotel and conference center, Unity Village has everything you need for that perfect event. Go to unityvillage.org to find out more. Create a path to success and prosperity with May McCarthy and Abundance Incorporated every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org. A co-founder of seven successful companies, an angel investor, best-selling author, and international speaker, May will help you each week with spiritual and practical tools you can use to create a life that you love with greater health, happiness, wealth, and freedom. Join the show live with your questions or listen later on demand right here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back. Here I am, your host, Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. If you missed the first half of this show, it was all about being inspired, coming to this life, which is a candy store for everyone who deserves and uh, should go after all sorts of sweets in life. And we're moving on. This was originally, um, people thought that my uh, friend Jason Ellis, who is a serious XM radio host, was supposed to be on today. And that was my bad, my senior moment. Um, he was not able to make it until next week. So please come back next week. I promise you he will be here. Um, and and if not, I will do an imitation of Jason Ellis for the entire show, uh, though nobody can imitate that guy. He's unique. He's incredible. He's Australian. He was a professional skateboarder, and now he's a Sirius XM radio host on uh, the Jason Ellis show, which is on at 5 p.m. 
Eastern Time on Channel 103. Uh, so join us next week. So before we um, went to commercial break, I mentioned something about the stories of the Bible. Okay. And uh, yes, the Bible it had very important meaning to me in my spiritual pursuit once I had the awakening, because I knew I knew it so well beforehand. There was always an interest in me and religion. Uh, though I, I was not into my own religion, Catholicism, I was always arguing as an altar boy at 13 years old with the priest that they were teaching God and Jesus completely wrong, um, which used to earn me major beatings from my mother because she thought that I was a heathen and I was cursing them all to hell by questioning and arguing with priests, you see. But it led me to where I am today, and I am thrilled with some of the information that I know from the Bible that is completely different than what most people think it means. So there are, there is, let me say this, let me put it this way. Every story was written not to give history accounts for every single thing that happened. Yes, there certainly are historical events in there. So it is based on a specific timeline of, of things that happened. And there's characters in the Bible that did exist and brought history to Judaism and then Christianity However, the majority of the stories weren't written to be literal accounts. They were written to give us metaphysical and metaphoric messages. And so every single story in the Bible, not to mention even the parables of Jesus, have metaphysical meaning and value. And, and it's even why Jesus said to his disciples who asked him, why do you speak the way you speak? Why do you use that language and tell the stories you tell? Why don't you speak plain English? And his response was, well, those who will hear will hear and those who will understand will understand. And when you are ready, you will understand. So he even spoke in metaphor, okay? He even spoke metaphysical messages, right? When he was talking about the lilies of the field or, the, um, or, or, or anything that he said. So the Bible has incredible meanings. And this is what I would like to do for everyone out there who's listening and who's going to be downloading this. We, we usually get a lot of people listening. I would love for you to write me, okay, and use this email address, info, I-N-F-O, at vincentjenna.com, info at vincentjenna.com. And in the subject line, put the word Bible so that I know to distinguish it from all the other emails I get at info at vincentgenda.com. And write to me your favorite biblical story, because that's what I would like to do. I would like to take your favorite biblical story, because there are so many of them. I would never be able to get through all of them, but I would like to use the next couple of shows when I don't have guests to share 
the metaphysical meanings of the Bible. Um, I, I know there are a couple of books out there written on that. Um, I have perused them. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't always go along with everything that is written about those metaphysical meanings. But, but you know, um, write, write to me, write to me and uh, tell me what it is that you would like translated for you, uh, because they each have something very, very special. And every single story in the Bible is about us. It's an aspect about us. It's a meaning about us. Um, I will give you an example of that in, in just a moment. Um, <clears throat> what was I, I was just thinking something in relationship to that. Um, so much of the Bible today, uh, a matter of fact, it's, it's really interesting because um, I was just listening uh, to, to the show before mine Um it, it was, uh, well, oh my gosh, uh, what fabulous. It was uh, Reverend Galen McDowell, and he had a guest on that was talking about some of the, the meaning, the actual meaning behind what Jesus was talking about and saying. For example, when he said, I am the way and the truth and the life, he was referring to his methods, his, his understanding about how to get close to God and how to open up that connection and how to live the life you're meant to live and that you can live. It was through his way. He didn't mean it to be, believe in me, and that's the way. No, that's not what he meant. That's not how they spoke back then. And yet we'll take pieces of what he says and pieces of the Bible when we'll use it for our convenience. You know, we'll use it to condemn somebody if we want to uh, put the word God behind it. Every time you put the word God behind something, um, a behavior, an act, a choice, oh, it makes it sound so pious and so um, holy and righteous, right? Righteous. Um, when you get some of these ministers that condemn gays and, and certain cultures, um, because in the name of God, it is righteous. Uh, your is <clears throat> some of some of your Islamic fanatics, your terrorists, particularly, will take literally that portion of their Bible and interpret it absolutely literally, and um, and we do too, and and so we can understand why they do it if we do it. Um, because it's it's that condemnation that's in the in some of the the texts Deuteronomy Leviticus right there's there's one in there like what they want to condemn gays for is a man shall not lie with another man is what's written in Leviticus and Deuteronomy and in actuality if if anybody kept reading the other paragraphs um, they would come to understand that they were beliefs of the time, you know. Um, for example, right after the paragraph that says a man shall not lie with another man, 
is a paragraph that states that a man can stone his wife to death if he discovers that she wasn't a virgin when they got married. Now, wow, um, that would destroy half the population today. We'd go down from 8 billion people to at least four. Um, you think we should consider something like that? Or what about the next paragraph that says... A man has a right to hire or, or pursue a concubine if his wife doesn't put out sexually for him. Well, isn't that convenient? Um, certainly allowed for all those men to have more than one wife back then, right? And it was always a man who wrote these things, by the way. Um, it also said that you need to stone your farmer to death who grows two different crops side by side. Oh, and yes, and by the way, make sure you go to the Calvin Kleins and all the clothing designers and stone them to death because they're not supposed to mix fabrics. Uh, because that's what the Bible also says. So there are so many things that back in history in that Bible that were used to, to um, rule against people uh, based on the belief that they had of that time. But then there are stories that had meaning, that have such important, profound meaning in our lives. For example, the story of Cain and Abel. Everybody wants to believe that Cain and Abel were Adam and Eve's um, son, sons, right? Um, they didn't have any daughters. They had Cain and Abel, right, to start with. That's the major. If they did have a daughter, it wasn't important enough to write in the Bible. No woman was important to write in the Bible except for a couple of them. I'm saying that sarcastically. <clears throat> And even the Pope today recognizes that Adam and Eve did not exist, okay, that they were uh, figurative messages. In fact, when, when Adam and Eve are mentioned, particularly in certain parts of the Bible, it's referring to the divine masculine, the divine feminine of God, Okay, the divine masculine, the divine feminine of God, and the divine masculine and feminine of God within us within us. So combined with the human element, that's why Adam and Eve are represented as human figures. Okay. So within us and each of us, there is the divine masculine, the divine feminine, that's God. That's our higher self. And um, in the story of Cain and Abel, both Cain and Abel represent sides of us. So when you are attached and connected to your divine masculine, your divine feminine, that mother-father part, higher part of you, you feel attended to, you feel loved, you feel um, paid attention to, you feel caring, you feel kind, you feel loving like Abel. That's what Abel was. He was a really nice guy. However, when you are detached from the divine feminine and masculine, when you are detached from Adam and Eve, when you're detached from your godness, you feel abandoned, you feel neglected, you feel resentful, you feel angry, you feel betrayed, you feel like Cain. 
And those feelings can become so strong, the cane in you can overpower and kill off the able in you. And now you're living through your cane rather than your able. And when God in the Bible says, I shall put my mark on you, Cain, so that others see who you are. What that means, those that walk around disconnected from their God source, having killed off the better part of themselves, you will see and notice quite clearly. So take a look around you. You can see all the canes that are walking the earth today, the ones that are picking up the guns and sh going in shooting sprees and, uh, and bombing sprees and the ones that are lashing out in hatred and anger and bigotry. That's the mark of Cain. They have killed off within them the Abel, the one that was connected with the God source. Okay? And that's what that actually means. And now I find it really interesting. Um, he was cast out of uh, the Garden of Eden and was told the only ones that he can procreate with are those of the earth. And that's really interesting. What did that mean? Those of the earth. Well, in science today, we have discovered that there are two beings that were on the earth, two types of human forms that were on the earth, Neanderthal and then modern man. And it wasn't an evolution. There was a divide between the two and Greg Brayton and Bruce Lipton and several other anthropologists and scientists have been discovering that even the DNAs have been different. The DNA strand for the Neanderthal is completely different than the DNA strand of modern man and that it was not an evolutionary process that caused the DNA strand to change because modern man just appeared on the earth 11,000 years or so ago, instantaneously, instantaneously, we just appeared here. Well, there is another theory and an understanding that I have that not necessarily appropriate to talk here about, and that's involving our alien brothers and sisters. If anybody wants to know that information, you can always contact me. But when, when God cast out Cain and said, you can only procreate with those of the earth, that's what he was referring to. You can only procreate with the Neanderthal lineage. If you have your DNA testing done, which is amazing, by the way, you should do that. By 23andMe or Ancestry.com, there's, there's several of them out there. You will actually find out if there is a portion of you that comes from the modern man or the Neanderthal or both. Now, the genocide of my family were very interesting group of Italians. Uh, we all came from Sicily, but I come to find out that the Jenna part of my family clan came from Northern Africa, Tunis, Africa. I, I found that out before I did the DNA testing. And then when I did the DNA testing, I, it proved in there 20% of my um, DNA is from Tunis, Africa. Jenna, a matter of fact, is Arabic. It's not Italian. 
So that's really interesting right there. So why do I say that? Because that side of my family, um, we, we had an Italian saying for them because they were very funny people, um, not of a higher class. Uh, let's put it this way. At family gatherings, there would be food fights and big giant spaghetti meatball and meatballs being tossed across um, at different uh, brothers. Um, and these are the adults. These weren't the kids that were doing that. Okay, My uncles um, used to have food fights and throw meatballs. I was hit in the head by a, um, a speed by uh, meatball. Um, and thank God there weren't any uh, pinolis in it. I might have gotten hurt from that. The pinolis are little nuts that they used to put in my grandmother put in meatballs. And uh, yeah, that was my, my, and then what would happen is the wives would be running around smacking their husbands in the head with wooden spoons in order to stop them and calm them down. And it'd be a lot of yelling. Yeah. Um, very funny. Well, come to find out that that side of the family had Neanderthal in them. And I wasn't surprised to hear that. <laughs> I actually laughed at that. My brother and I laughed at that. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's what that story means. It's about if you're disconnected from God, you will feel abandoned, of course. You will feel neglected. You will feel resentful. You will feel angry. And you will lash out like Cain. And so what disconnects you from your God source? Usually it's when at birth, how were you raised? You know, what were the messages that you received about yourself? And so um, think about that. So, so here we've got a perfect story in the Bible that lets us know what we're capable of. And just so that you know, and I've said this over and over again, and I'm sure you listeners have heard me say this before too, the story of Star Wars, absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite movies. George Lucas is very metaphysical and spiritual, and I know that as a fact. And he wrote that story to be a contemporary story of Cain and Abel. Um, the interesting part is, is it, was, it was all changed, and those, uh, those, but those characters, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, represent sides of us. Um, Luke Skywalker was very much attended to, even though his, his parents had died. He was very loved by his aunt and uncle. Um, and he was a good guy. He was a good guy. And, and, um, he learned how to use the force the right way. And even though Anakin Skywalker started off that way, he became a detached from, um, the Jedis because of his fears, because of his resentments. The emperor was convincing him that they didn't care about him. So he was receiving the wrong negative messages and he detached himself, right? And what was the high, the, the cane in him, the Darth Vader in him that he became was trying to kill off the good part in him. That's what he kept doing. And that's what you see out here. Not only do you kill it off with inside of yourself, you then lash out and try to kill it off in others as well. Um, misery enjoys company. And that's the bottom line. And when you're miserable and detached from your God source, you want to take everybody else out too. What do you think the story of the devil is about? There is no real devil, but there's absolutely meaning behind the story of the devil. And the devil is the word lived L-I-V-E-D backwards, by the way. And evil is the, is the word live, L-I-V-E, backwards. And that's exactly what it is. When you live backwards or you lived 
backwards. You will bring out the devil with inside of yourself and you will want to kill off because that's the story of Lucifer, right? The whole idea about hell is if I can't be in heaven and have a wonderful time, I don't want you to be in heaven and have a wonderful time. And that's look, look around. That's exactly what everybody is doing. That's exactly um, what the terrorists, terrorists grew up in absolutely horrible circumstances. Um, I just saw a movie which was in, oh gosh, what was the name of it? 12, gosh, uh, the 12, 12 Good Men. It was, it, it's a recent movie and it's about our response right after 9-11 and how a specialty group of 12 men went into Afghanistan in order to try to get Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. Um, and it was very interesting because you heard um, from the other side, but the good ones on the other side. Um, there was definitely a general there in Afghanistan who, who wanted to lead the people to democracy. Uh, but he was also talking about what it was. And we don't we seem to think that everybody should be responding the way we respond in life. And we have such good things over here. And to them, they don't have very good things to start with. Right. So all they have then is 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 what it leads to is lashing out at everybody. There are a whole bunch of canes over there um, and not a lot of ables. Right. Even though the able and the cane is capable of every person, but they're resentful and 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 angry because of, of their environment and the and the, the lifestyle that they go through. Right. And so the cane has come out in them and it's lashing out at everybody else. So that's what Lucifer is. And that's the meaning of that story. So you see, out of one story. One story, I just took up almost a half hour of time to teach you how important it is. So write to me, write to me. I'd be very interested in finding out people's um, love, uh, the, the stories in the Bible that they absolutely love. And I will, I'm in either case, I am going to be giving out the metaphysical meanings over the next few weeks, even though Jason Ellis is going to be with us next week. So we'll start after that. Um, I'll be having some other special guests coming on. Um, also, one of the other things I wanted to share with you. Okay. This, this is the thing about interpretation, which is so important and vital. There is a very famous song that has been going around, which is, it's an absolutely beautiful song. It's called Hallelujah. Okay. Um, and, um, You've you've heard the song, you know, um, uh, I, the words, I, I don't have them at the top of my head right now, but you hear it everywhere. It's played on the radio. Um, unbelievable. I've heard it at weddings. I've heard it at graduation services um, everywhere, in, including including at even some spiritual services, somebody is singing or playing hallelujah. Okay, here's the funny thing about that song. Nobody has any idea except the lyricist and songwriter who died, who died recently, who so could never ever explain to everybody that that is a song of hypocrisy, not joy. All right. You know the song. Well, I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Right. OK. 
It's about Jesus telling everybody that the word hallelujah that they've created, this beautiful word, is totally hypocrisy because of the way they use it. Okay? Oh, yes, you use it in beautiful music, even though not all of you love music. Okay? Right? And your faith is strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you. That was the story of Samson and Delilah, by the way. She tied you to a kitchen chair, and she broke your throne, and she cut your hair. She weakened you, man. Uh, This story is about how you want to say hallelujah. It sounds beautiful. It sounds great, but it's broken. You say it on a battlefield. Um, You think you believe in me. You don't. So stop singing it out of joy because it doesn't have that meaning. And if you want to play it, just play it without the lyrics. But join me again next week when Jason Ellis is going to be here. We're at the end of my hour, people. Thank you so much for listening to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Let's move on and such an incredible direction and i hope to inspire you for the rest of the week have a fabulous week this is your host vincent jenna i love you all for listening and join me again next week take care now everybody Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.